Welcome everybody to the Mindset Renovation Podcast. This is your host, Austin Mertz. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day today. And yeah, I'm back. And look at me, you know, I am I am on video now. Wow, this is amazing. This is crazy. My hair is a mess. So I'm gonna forgive me, I'm gonna put on a hat because my hair is looking whack today. Um, got new headphones as well. See these very nice, wonderful headphones. I can actually change the um, the sound volume on them. It's mainly just so I can monitor myself when I'm talking, just to make sure I'm getting picked up very clearly. So, I got my little Google document here pulled up today for the podcast episode. How's your guys' week been? Even though it just started, I uh, hope you guys had a great weekend, and hope you guys have a good week ahead. Hope you get a lot done this week, and we got we uh. We out here double cupping it today, you know? I just got some um, watermelon punch. This stuff is bomb. If you've never had it, go get it. It's like a dollar at Food Lion, so you might as well get it. So anyways, today we're talking about the social media detox. And first of all, before we get into this, I want to apologize that I have not actually uh, hadn't posted last week and I didn't give any explanation why. Um, I think I'm a little, little bit... The numbers got to my head a little bit, and I think that's where I should probably take my own advice that I'm about to give you guys, um, and, and just delete the Anchor app off my phone since I just uploaded through my computer anyways. So basically, I uploaded the podcast episode from two weeks ago, and typically I like to track the numbers, and I like to see what I'm getting as far as listens and how long you're listening, analytics and everything like that. I like to look at the numbers, right? Numbers have always kind of excited me. So I got too involved in the numbers and it got three plays like two weeks ago. And normally it'll get in the realm of, you know, 10 to 20, somewhere in that range. It kind of just varies depending on the episode. And I was like, dang, I sucked on that last episode. And I think you could kind of tell too, my my mind was not in the right place. And I mean, it, it still isn't. That's why I kind of skipped last week to try to refocus and try to come back with a better attitude and more of a uh, focused mindset. So apologies for not posting last week, but it was for a good cause because I'm not all there all the time. You know, we're not all all there all the time, if you know what I mean. One day I just want to I joke out about it a lot. I think I just want to do an ASMR podcast because I joke about it so much. Um, maybe we'll see one day, maybe. So today we're talking about social media detox. Social media detoxing is basically like becoming more talked about and popular. So um, you may not know what it is. You may not know what a detox is outside of like a juice detox, which is pretty big in the health community where you basically juice a bunch of healthy things or like put it in your uh, in water and you put like zucchini and I don't know random stuff I'm not really big into it so I'm not entirely sure I'm just spitting out of my mouth right now so um, basically it's the idea that it it cleanses your body and it, it makes you feel better and it boosts like your immune system and it just it helps you in general and helps your health in general so um, social media detoxing is kind of the same thing but not on a physical level like it doesn't have physical health benefits but it does have mental health benefits and just benefits for your overall happiness um and, and i think it's a i think it's something everyone should do at some point in their life so yeah it's um 
Social media is a lot like what we talk about. We talk about a lot of neutral things when we are on this podcast, right? We've talked about money being a neutral thing, addictions being a neutral thing. It just varies depending on how you use it and the person who's actually using it. So it's the same exact thing with social media. It's a neutral thing. So you can use it as an abusive habit that you continuously go on and it gives you that dopamine release, or you can use it to grow your business and monitor your personal usage on it. So it has that negative and positive connotation. And obviously there's other negative and positive sides for social media. Those are just the two that immediately come to my mind when I think about social media. So it really does depend on what you use it for. And going back to how we talked about addictions before, social media is a big one that like affected me very for a pretty long time. Um, I would get super like into this motion of always going to check Instagram and always scrolling on the feed. And then when I was done, I'd scroll all the way back to the top or just click Instagram at the top or whatever and bring it back up and just refresh. Even though there was nothing coming through, I would just keep refreshing mindlessly. And I wasn't even thinking about doing it. Like I didn't even think the fact that I was doing that. I would just do that until something else popped up, look at the picture, like it, do it again. Or maybe I'd be crazy enough to go to the explore page and just start like looking at random posts out of the blue on not even thinking about it so it's um instagram is a big one that was a big one for me snapchat for some other people it can be big for me it's not that big of a deal like i'll I'll watch my friends stories and stuff but i don't have a lot of friends so you know i don't have as many distractions no uh friends are a great thing but again they they can be distracting so back on topic here social media can be extremely addictive it's the whole idea of you pull this lever to see what you get. It's like a slot machine. So you're betting that there's going to be a post that pops up that you like and you're going to want to interact with. So that's the whole idea of the scroll. Like you're scrolling, you don't know what's coming next. It's an infinite wheel. It's an infinite wheel. Have you noticed there is never an end to your feed? It doesn't end. Like you can go back up top and eventually someone's going to post and then it's going to start it over. But you can scroll down you're never, ever, ever going to find the end of that. You'd have to scroll back for since the beginning of you being on Instagram. And depending on how many number of people you follow, how often they post and everything like that, that's hundreds of thousands, if not millions of posts that you have to go through to get to your very first ever Instagram post that would have been on your feed. Probably would have been yours because you probably followed yourself when you first created the account. Well, made a separate account, followed yourself, but you know. Um, so you you can scroll forever and get this dopamine release essentially instantly like that and consistently without having to do anything but scroll it's a very high high for a very low action so like you don't have to do much to get to this high high it's the same thing with like drugs or any bad habit or addiction it's a high high but the result or the or the um, the uh, the action itself is low. It doesn't take that much effort to actually do that thing. So I think a lot of people get stuck in the pattern of scroll, 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 scroll because it is addictive. You look at a post, you're like, oh, that's my friend. I want to like their post, support them. You see some comments that mention you or something like that, or maybe say something funny about the situation, and then you comment back. 
and it just it's an endless thing because that can happen on multiple posts every single day for hours um i think the iphone has a really good apple did a really good thing when they came out with screen time uh it's a setting on your phone where you can go and see your usage time in each one of your apps by hour by down to the minute so if you i know mine for instagram was i was spending about five hours a day on instagram that's pure straight five hours a day just scrolling through instagram and then i deleted it and my usage is probably down to like because i redownloaded it recently because there's a few things i needed to check on um and there was a few things i wanted to look at and there's a couple pages that i followed that i wanted to keep up with mainly travis scott <laughs> so i redownloaded it and my usage spiked back up because i started to do it again and but between the first time I got rid of it and the time that I recently just got it back on my phone, which is somewhere in the realm of like three or four months, during that three or four month period, I didn't go on Instagram, but maybe once or twice because it wasn't on my phone. It wasn't there. So that's something we're going to talk about when we get a little bit more into this. Um, yeah, I, I constantly refreshed to see new content and I was following a lot of people somewhere in couple hundred couple hundred people and i scrolled through the explore page just mindlessly looking at stuff right it didn't matter it didn't add value to my life it didn't give me anything and i wasted time on it and time is money time is valuable so for me to waste my time scrolling through other people's success or other people's lives and investing my attention into their lives that i have no part of Eventually, I saw how pointless it is. And it's good if you're connecting with friends and you want to see what your friends are doing. But if you're not directly involved in the situation, then why does it really matter? It doesn't. So we're going to get a little bit more into that. But I have to take another sip. It is not, it's not codeine. It's just, it's just the punch. I promise. I think I'm gonna have to change my mic settings on the back here. This is the cool thing about this mic. It has different, uh, I think it's this, this knob right here. You're, there's different symbols there and each one is a different audio pattern. So the one that's on right now, I have to speak directly in front of it. If I go over here, you can't hear me as well. Or if I'm here behind it, it's actually not as bad, but right in front of it is where you hear me the best. So there's other ones. There's one that's a, a duet one, which is basically each side of the microphone you can hear. There's a um, cardioid. Is that, I don't know, I don't know the name of it. It's prob I'm probably blowing that out of the water. It's probably not correct at all. There's one that basically has um, surround sound. So basically it's all the way around the microphone. I think that's the one I wanna change it to. So when I'm over here like getting a drink, I can still be just as clearly heard as if I was right in front of the mic. But, um, so let me pull this up here real quick. I think I put that in the wrong spot. That's what I did. I'm gonna move this down here. There is a note that I had that I just made a minute ago. I, you know, I'm getting used to this MacBook because I just recently got it. It's a 2014, it's nothing crazy. Um, it's a MacBook Air. And I'm just now getting used to the fact that I have to press the command key instead of the control key to do copy and paste on stuff. And it doesn't feel natural where the command key is at because it's right next to the space bar. And every time I go to press command or control, I have to correct myself and press command. Nerd stuff, you know. All right, let me remove 
here. And we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. I'm gonna make sure the video is still running. And yeah, we will be right back in just a second. Two, one. Hey, I'm back. Um, I just had to check the video to make sure it was still rolling because I have a feeling that with a 4K camera on my iPhone, shooting at 60 frames per second, it's gonna take up a lot of space on my phone. But it's fine, 64 gigabytes, I'll be solid. So, also it's really hot in my room right now. It's because that sun is directly right there and I had to get good lighting, good-ish lighting. Um, and this fan doesn't doesn't do anything for me. I don't even think you can see it, I don't even think it's in frame, but it's right above my head. It, does, it doesn't do anything for me. And I'm a naturally hot person, so I get heated very quickly. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's continue. Let's continue. So, um, social media and our phones have really, really grasped our attention to the point where going on social media and using it is a reflex. So, like, like I was talking about before, how I would just keep, um, just automatically refreshing the page, even though I know there was no more posts there and I had to wait for another post to pop up and probably should exit the app. Um, that's that's a reflex so it's the same way with uh my mic moving so much jesus um it's the same thing with like uh what i used to do when i was really addicted to instagram is i would open instagram go through the posts spend like 15 minutes 20 minutes on it right and exit out close out of the app and my phone and everything as well and then turn off my phone and literally not five seconds later i would turn my phone back on open Instagram and start scrolling again, not even thinking that I just was on Instagram literally five seconds before. So it's, it's a reflex thing. It's what happens when you're addicted. You just do it because it's natural and it's because it's something you're constantly doing anyways. So your brain automatically makes it a process so it can use other computing power towards other things. It works the same way with good addictions too. It's like you can read a book consistently for uh, say one a week and you're eventually just going to read it no problem and you can move up to other ones that makes it a little bit more challenging but your brain is going to create an automated process out of it that allows you to just read with ease whereas other people will struggle to read at the level you're reading at because they haven't done it as long your brain likes to make things as simple as possible and get higher reward out of it so if it can simplify a process it will like brushing your teeth, it's automatic. Taking a shower, it's automatic because you've done it so many times. It's, it's just a habit, it's how it works. Um, I think I've mentioned it before, it's called a base instinct. Essentially, it, it's like the idea of jerking a car out of the way when someone's about to hit you or if you're about to hit someone else or like a deer or something like that. It's the same thing with like grabbing your phone and just going through social media, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever your social media drug may be. It, it's a mindless thing. It's not like you're thinking about it. You just do it because it's what you've always done. Now, in the beginning, you had to think, oh, I'm going to go check Instagram. But now, because you've had it for so long, and because social media is so ingrained in little, little freaking ladybugs flying around, because it's so ingrained in your brain as something that's normal and natural, your brain thinks, oh, well, I, I just need to do this consistently. And it sets it on autopilot, essentially. So that's the, um, that's the loop we're trying to break here. It's a negative, bad addiction. 
in most cases, it's it can be a good thing if you're doing it for your passion and that's your main way that you reach your customers in your business. Outside of that, for personal use, it needs to be kept to a minimum, if if anything, not there at all. So how, how do I detox from social media, Austin? How do I... How do I drink the detox tea and get this social media addiction mainlining in my bloodstream out of my body? How do I do that? So you first have to set a goal and a reason why you want to do it. So you can't just say, I'm going to quit social media because Austin told me to. You need to have a direct reason why you want to quit it and the benefits it's going to bring to you personally. And you have to do it for specific social media. I have Snapchat on my phone because it's not a problem for me. I'm not addicted to Snapchat. I'm addicted to Instagram. That's my addiction. Facebook, I I could delete Facebook for the rest of my life, probably get on once every three months just to check stuff like for Marketplace. Other than that, Facebook has never been an issue for me. I just don't enjoy it. It's not something that bothered, like I, I don't get bothered by not having it, you know? I don't get like twitchy or whatever. No, with Instagram, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta check Instagram. I gotta check Instagram. I'm like a crackhead with Instagram. So maybe it's different for you. Maybe it's Facebook for you, or maybe it's Twitter for you. Twitter for me was a big one there for a while. I used to be on Twitter all the time, and then I moved over to Instagram, and that's kind of the big, the big one for me is just Instagram. And now, and now, well, I will be honest, it's just TikTok now, basically. It's pretty much my main addiction, but I can use it to grow my audience for the podcast, so it's excused. Um, no, but seriously, you got you got to set a goal and a reason why, and you have to set a reason for why you want to detox. Why, why do you want to detox? You have to ask yourself that question, write it down, put it down on paper. It, it connects it to your brain more. Um, like you can put it in your phone too, but writing it down physically with your hand, your brain, making that connection to that through physical touch, I guess, is how I, I would say it, is going to be more impactful than if you just typed it on your phone. It, it, don't ask me why. It's just a science behind like writing something out. That's why physical written letters instead of typed letters are always more meaningful to the person who receives them. And it's how they typically have more thought than a just a typed out letter if you physically handwrite it. So you also need to decide how long you're going to detox for. So because it's a habit, typically I would recommend 60 days. So it's two months. It's not that hard. I did it for three or four. It's not that hard. Um, Now, this doesn't mean you... There's two different ways you can go about it. You can go hardcore and just delete it completely not get on it at all during that 60-day period or you can allow yourself a little bit of leeway still delete it still get rid of it but have a rule follow a rule it's called the two-day rule this is something that um matt diavella introduced me to he's really popular minimalist on youtube Um, i would die to be on his podcast i love his podcast but um yeah basically it's the um it's the idea that you can you can fail one day but you can't fail two days in a row so you can look at social media or do whatever one day but if you do it a second day in a row then you have to start all over um so it 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 gives you a little bit of leeway to where you don't feel like garbage if you miss one day because your conscious will get at you and be like oh you shouldn't have missed that day 
and then your brain goes into the status of, well, what's it going to matter if I miss another day because I already failed? So I might as well do whatever and get the get the dopamine release, right? That's how your brain is going to think about it. Whereas if you miss one day and you're like, oh, okay, I missed a day, but hey, I'm living by this rule. As long as I don't miss tomorrow, I'm good, right? I can miss a day. So even if you miss every other day, you're still going to be doing it more than 50% of the time, which is better than most people who don't do it at all and who just go do it for a week, fail, and then never do it again. Or, yeah, stop social media. So you have to decide how long you're going to detox for and whether you're going to go hardcore, which is a little bit difficult. It's doable, but with the right willpower, it's doable. Or if you're going to go a little bit softer on yourself, a little bit easier on yourself, that's just something that you have to just decide for yourself. That's not anything that I can decide for you. That's not anything that anybody else can decide for you. You have to do that. So then you want to remove all social media from your phone and computer. All of the ones I would say are addictive for you. And be honest. If you can't be honest and you're like, oh, well, Snapchat's not that bad for me. Like, I'm only on it three hours a day. Whereas Instagram, I'm on it six hours a day. It doesn't matter. If you're on it a lot, get rid of it. Don't don't even question it. Just reflex, boom, delete, gone. That's all you got to do. Um, if you want to go harder, you can actually change your passwords. Have someone keep them for you or have them change your passwords so you can't go log in and use it. So that creates another block between you and the addiction. And again, as we talked about in previous episodes, creating that block between you and the addiction and more obstacles between you and that addiction, you're less likely to be doing that thing. The removal of distractions equals the achievement of focus. So it's just kind of just extra tip there to help you out. Now, if you have a physical calendar, you can actually mark off each day that you're successful. So I actually have one over here that I like to use. Uh, It's on my wall. You're not gonna be able to see it, but I like to use it for habit tracking. Um, whether that be social media detoxing, uh, fast food detoxing, not spending money for a certain period of time, whatever it may be, I like to keep it over there so I can keep track of it. I wouldn't recommend building multiple habits at once or trying to build multiple good addictions at once. It's not, your brain isn't designed to take on multiple at once. It's gonna overload you and your brain is gonna be like in panic mode, trying to figure everything out and get everything set and perfect. Whereas if you feed it simplicity, your brain is gonna react to that in a positive light and you're gonna get better quicker. So then you can actually get more done in a shorter period of time. It's just you're doing things one at a time, if that makes sense. So um, fourth thing, you just gotta stick to it. You just gotta be relentless in making sure that you don't let yourself get on social media, making sure that you do not try to get it through a browser, which is what I did, I've done it before, I'm a failure, I know, I get it. Um, Just preventing yourself in any way from doing that thing for that 60 day period. So um, you can use tracking mechanisms to track your progress, like I mentioned the physical calendar, uh, basically like have number a number of days that you're going to do it for and be like, okay, during this time and this time, 60 days, will not do this. And mark off a big old X every single day that you achieve it. And remember that two-day rule, if you decide to go that route, if you miss one day, it's not the end of the world. You can just don't miss the next day and you'll be fine. And if, then if you miss every other day, it's still okay because you're doing it about six, 50 to 60% of the time, which is way more than anybody else is doing. So... You want to make it as hard as possible to use social media. Um, Like I said, you can 
log out of each app before you delete it and you could change the password to a random password that you won't remember before logging out i mean you could save it like in your google passwords because you want to make sure you can actually get into your account if you need to but in the end you don't need social media you never really need it unless you're like blowing up because you posted a video on tiktok and now you're going crazy on instagram and you want to reply to your dms and whatever like at that point just reset your password again it's not that hard so delete it get rid of it it's gone goodbye i'm gonna do a little bit of asmr no, just <laughs> one episode i swear i'm gonna do an asmr episode the whole hour i'm just gonna be episode so you want to replace your social media binging with an equally powerful positive activity so it's the removal of a bad habit and the creation of a good one finding out what works and doing that instead of doing what doesn't work so good ones maybe gym hitting the gym, uh, reading, meditation, things like that. Other of the good addictions that we talked about. If you haven't heard that podcast, uh, I can't remember what it is. You're, you're an addict, I believe. If you haven't listened to that one, go check it out. That is a big part into everything that I talk about. Um, so go check that out. So using those other good habits and replacing your bad habit with the good habit. Uh, as I mentioned before, using the two-day method. And that you want to make sure that you're when you you have to realize when you make this change it's going to clear up a mental block that was previously foggy through dopamine so i got an itch on my ear man so dopamine causes brain fog if it's not a dopamine in general causes brain fog you want to get dopamine hits from these good addictions, but the main chemical that you want to focus on is serotonin. That's the one that's for more long-term happiness as opposed to the short-term happiness that dopamine brings you. They're opposite chemicals, but they do the same thing just in a different way. So social media should primarily be used for promotion of whatever your main goal and your main thing is, not as a way to pass the time or just to, to mess around the whole day, basically. Um, so, you know, you got to realize that excuses are going to keep you addicted and it will keep you going back for more. So the more excuses you make, the more likely you are to go back to the addiction to feel less bad about the fact that you're addicted to that thing. And it doesn't make sense logically at all. Your brain is very irrational when it comes to that. It uses the addiction to help you feel better about feeling bad about using the addiction. It doesn't make sense logically. So you have to beat your brain and trick your brain into thinking that's bad and another thing is good and that you need to get addicted to the good things. It's a huge part of the idea of staying in your lane and not focusing on the outside world. Um, just perfecting your own stuff, man. Like, don't you don't need to worry about other people. Like, focus on you, especially when you're young like I am. You can't... You can't focus on what other people are doing, right? You can't focus on what is going on in their lives and because you're not a part of it. It doesn't matter to you. Like, like to me, emotionally, I like Travis Scott and his music, right? I love it. Do I need to follow him on Instagram and see what he's doing all the time? No, I don't. Like, I really don't. Like, maybe I check up every now and again to see if he has a concert or something like that. 
but there's other medias to find that through other than social media. So it's not necessary. You don't need to be involved in other people's lives like this unless you're directly involved in that situation, that picture, that image, whatever it may be, that video, whatever that situation may be. You don't need to be involved in that. You don't have to see that. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to, right? You need to focus on your own stuff. You need to focus on what you have to do to become successful. And in the end, that's all that really matters. You know, focus on you and how you can help other people. You don't need to focus on what other people are doing. Like if you're a content creator, yes, some of that is important. But on the other hand, it's not necessarily important. Like it's important to be able to look at your numbers and react to fans and interact with them, right? If you're a content creator. But on another hand, you don't have to keep it on your phone and constantly be using it as a means of escape. It's an escape loop. It's just something that you use to help you feel better about not doing what you need to be doing. And so you escape to that, to escape your emotions because it's mindless. It's a process that your brain likes to go through to help you get away from the bad feelings because you get bad feelings from not doing the things you should be doing. It's how your brain works and you gotta trick it. You have to trick it. So as I've mentioned so many times, so many times, the simple formula for business will always, always be true. Find your passion and explore it figure out what you what your passion market wants and where, where they want to be. Figure out how to get there and create an offer or product from that and then sell your passion to the market. It's that simple, right? It's a simple formula for business. So don't, don't come at me saying, oh, business is more complicated than that. Well, yeah, obviously, once you get into the nitty gritty of things, but that's what you hire people for. As long as you focus on the bigger picture, that is the, that's the purpose of a CEO. It's not to focus on the nitty gritty stuff. And I think I talked about this last episode. It's not to focus on the nitty gritty stuff. It's about the overall view and the future of the company, not about the little individual details. Like he doesn't, CEO doesn't worry about pricing. He worries about making his investors happy. He doesn't worry about the price of the t-shirt that you sell, right? He doesn't worry about the earnings for this store in this state like he doesn't worry about that that's the district manager's job and then he has executives below him and everything like that that he can direct and be like oh you guys do this he's focused on the big picture and making the big moves that's why he's the top dog because he's the big thinker he's not the guy focused on the nitty-gritty so focusing on the larger picture in the beginning is going to be your best friend because eventually when you get to those nitty-gritty things you'll have enough money to where you can hire people to do it for you instead of you having to do everything in the beginning you are going to have to do a lot but as long as you keep the big picture in focus and follow those steps and like make sure that you're falling in line with that and you're finding your passion uh, seeing what the market needs creating a solution and then selling it as long as that's your focus on your process then you're golden so it's like a um, social media detoxing in any kind of detoxing in any way is, is a lot like a butcher chopping off the fat of a beautiful piece of steak, right? He wants to make sure that it is cut to perfection so it's the best steak ever for his customer. So it's the same thing with your life. You have to cut off all the fat, all the stuff that's not going to benefit you in any way, 
and focus only on being the best piece of steak that you can be, right? And having the best piece of steak life you can ever have. Our lives are a lot like the steak. We have to cut out the extra fat and remove things in our lives that just don't have any positive effect or long on our long-term goals at all. Like, they just don't. Social media, it doesn't matter for my long-term goal. It doesn't. It's not necessary. Right now, with my following being as low as it is, I don't need to focus on that. You know, once I get bigger and maybe that's a good avenue for me to bring revenue in, then sure. Yeah. Like if I blow up on TikTok, I get half a million followers and then I coincidentally get like 20,000 on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. You're going to, you better believe I'm going to put that back on my phone. Like I'm going to use it as a revenue, uh, a way to bring in revenue, but I'm not going to use it for an escape loop. I'm not going to use it for avoiding things that I need to do. I'm going to use it for content creation to get that, to get that paper, to get that cheddar baby i tried to do the little the little lean cup thing it doesn't work because this ice is like huge so so i mean like just remove the stupid stuff that doesn't matter right just move remove stuff from your life that doesn't bring any benefit to your long-term goals that's what it's all about so if it's not affecting our long-term goals in a positive light then it is a negative effect on our long-term goals you don't have the positive you got the negative and in the middle that middle gray ground is negative because it's not helping it's not helping but it's not hurting but because it's not helping it's hurting coincidentally. so that's all i got for you guys today uh, i feel like that was a short episode let me uh i'm gonna check the time <laughs> It's not horrible. It's right at about 30 minutes or so with the other recording that I did. So, yeah, this is going to be a shorter episode today. I want to start doing longer episodes, but this episode with video is going to take so long to upload. It's 4K, and I have to go to Starbucks to use it because we don't have Wi-Fi at this house. I secretly hate that we don't have Wi-Fi because I play a lot of Call of Duty, and I really, really want to play Call of Duty online. I miss playing zombies online and I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna shed a tear. Also, I okay, I was trying to see if I could show you guys the sweat on my back, but that'd be kind of nasty, so I'm not gonna do that. Hey, you know, if you guys enjoyed today's episode, consider subscribing to the YouTube channel. Um, it's my old channel. I actually still have some subscribers on this channel from like two years ago. When I started it, dude, I used to make such cringy videos. I thought they were funny at the time, and like, in concept to me, they still are funny, but everybody else will think they're cringy, so I got rid of all of them. And now it's gonna be strictly business. Now, if, if I do end up doing a, a funny podcast with my buddy Caleb, we will end up posting it on this one, probably. Um, we might have a main channel that we posted on, not sure yet, it just kinda depends on what we end up doing with it. We haven't really discussed it that much. We mainly just play Call of Duty Zombies on Black Ops 4 custom mutations on blood of the dead that is our that is our shit right now dog <laughs> that is what we uh we've been really into that lately oh there go the dogs hey guys so if you guys did enjoy consider subscribing um follow us on itunes apple Podcasts. you know go check me out on snapchat austin mertz and then on instagram you can follow me if you want i probably won't see it because i'm about to delete instagram again um austin j mertz 
And then TikTok, I'm also Austin Mertz. I got 2,000 followers on there. What blows my mind about TikTok, all right? I should do a little bit of a rant here before we say goodbye. Blows my mind about TikTok is the fact that I have 2,000 followers in less than 30 days, right? And on Instagram, I have mid 500s. And I've been on Instagram since I was 15, so for five years now. How is it that I can get quadruple the amount of followers on TikTok in 30 days that I have on Instagram in five years. I don't understand that. So I'm going to, needless to say, be posting on TikTok more, hopefully more comedy skits and stuff like that, because that's what's popping right now. Um, I'm, I want to do a, a podcast at some point on TikTok, just the whole idea of it, because it is a it is a beast. It is an absolute beast. And um, there's kids out here, 17, 16, 15, who are making hundreds, if not thousands of dollars a week going on live on TikTok because people donate. Because there's something in the realm of 2 billion users on TikTok and over like a million or 2 million on at one point during the day, like at any, any point during the day. It blows my mind. I don't, that's not even the right statistics. Hold up. I can't even look it up because I don't have Wi-Fi on my phones over there. Uh, maybe I need to get famous on TikTok so I can live where I want to live. But no, my um, my goal is to hopefully by end of next year be living in Annapolis, Maryland. That's where my girlfriend lives. Um, having my own apartment and just being something. I don't know yet. I'm still exploring that. Like I'm still trying to find my passion. Still trying to find out what I want to do. Um, I, th- I think if I get big on TikTok, like if I blow up because I make funny videos or whatever. Um, I probably have a funny podcast and I'll become more of a content creator because I I do enjoy that kind of stuff. I used to vlog and I used to really love YouTube. I think the biggest thing for me with YouTube is I didn't, I watched the numbers too much, dude. Like I would see that my video got like 20 views and three likes and I would be like, man, there's no point in doing this. So I wouldn't put effort in and I didn't have any ideas and it was just, it was a mess. So who knows maybe if i get big on tiktok i can drag my audience to youtube and just start a really good youtube channel you know or something you know i want to i want to branch out into several different things find what i like and just kind of go from there also i think i think max has a deer leg in his in his mouth right now he's running around the yard i think he stole a deer leg bone pretty sure they probably gave that to him because they're hunters um caleb's family so they have been hunting for the past week. They've got like they shot like five deer in the past week, and that blows my mind. I've been hunting a couple of times, and I uh, actually talked to his dad about it one time, and he was like, "Hey, yeah, you want to get your license and go with us? There's bucksies get, get, get shooting shooting them guns, killing them deer." I was like, "Yeah, sure. How much is the license?" He's like, "Oh, it's like a couple hundred. I'm like, uh, "Yeah, no, <laughs> maybe, but." I don't know. It doesn't really interest me that much. I'd rather spend my money on airsoft guns or something like that. See, I have so many things that are going through my brain that I'm like interested in that I want to try like airsoft. Like I want to get back into that, dude. I used to be into that. I was like, I miss airsoft, dude. I want to go play on a team, call out squads, military vehicles, dude, the whole nine yards. Um, 
No, I mean, I want to get into video game streaming. If I get my apartment, I'm going to video game stream. I have a mic for it. I have headphones now. I just need to build a computer. That's only $1,000 or more, probably. So we'll see. We'll see where life takes me. But I hope you guys have a wonderful day and a great rest of your week. Happy Monday. It's Monday, all right? So what? It's the beginning of the week. It's just another day, right? There's nothing wrong with Mondays. So enjoy your Monday. You deserve it. Hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And yeah, peace out. Stopping the audio now.